Hey everyone, this is Jade. You're listening to another episode of Counting Scars. As usual, some of the topics I talk about on this podcast may be triggering for some, so please listen with caution. Last episode in part three of Toxic, I left off with Mike and James joining me to pick up some of my things at the apartment. So... Mike ended up letting me stay with him for a few days um, after everything had gone down with Ryan. And we started getting intimate and getting some feelings for each other. And it was totally unexpected. (laughs) Like, we were best friends. And I don't think this was anything either of us wanted or thought about or anything like that. It just kind of happened. And I just kind of couldn't help myself. Like I was, I'm not going to lie. I was still emotionally, emotionally like stuck on Ryan, but there was a part of me that just felt safe and comfortable with Mike. And I really liked spending time with him. And during this time, Ryan was still constantly harassing me, even though we were not supposed to have any contact with each other whatsoever. But he would call me all the time and text me all the time. And sometimes he was nice, but if he knew that I was with Mike, he was extremely mean. Extremely mean. And I remember being on the phone with him one night and I was just like, you need to leave me alone. Like what happened happened. Like, just please leave me alone. I'm just, I'm trying to get on with my life. This sucks for both of us. I get it. It sucks, but you need to go, you know, go away. And he was being a real dick talking shit about Mike and Mike's father had passed away and like years before that and Ryan knew about that and he had made a comment to Mike on the phone about well at least my parents are still alive or something like that and I remember Mike just say something like he said something like uh yeah I'll remember that next time I'm fucking your girlfriend (laughs) which obviously did not go over so well. And it just caused so much more turmoil. And Ryan was getting so obsessive at this point. And I just, I was overwhelmed with everything, you know, being homeless and living with Mike and everything. It was just so hard on me. And I still, for some reason, just couldn't let go of my feelings for Ryan. But I also didn't really understand what was going on with the Mike situation because he asked me to leave one night and, you know, I had been there for a few a few nights and he's like, I just want some time for myself. You know, maybe you could just go to your mom's or something. He's like, I just need some time. Like we weren't, we were, it's complicated. <laughs> I guess we were kind of together without anything ever official officially being official, if that makes sense. But 
so I was kind of hurt that he was just kind of like, yeah, go stay somewhere else. So I was like, all right. And I went to my mom's and just kind of vented to her a little bit. And I decided to go try to talk to Ryan one night and just kind of figure out what's going on and try to figure out myself. So I went over because I couldn't get a hold of him anyways. Like I was trying to text him and he wouldn't pick up. So I went over there and I start walking up the porch and I can see through the living room window and through the living room window you could see into my bedroom of the apartment and I could see Ryan laying there with another girl and so obviously I'm like what the fuck so I knock on the door he comes to the door and I'm like who's here he's like no one and I'm like who's here he's like no one and this girl comes to the door and of course I know who she is like just some girl that I knew through like one of my cousins and she's like you need to leave I'm like no you need to leave like this is my name's still on the lease this is my apartment <laughs> so she actually left <laughs> but uh I was I was so upset I was so hurt I'm like I don't understand what's going on like you you're all about me one minute but then you're here you are with some other girl so I was like are you just playing head games with me I don't understand because he was constantly saying we'll be together once once this protection order is up we're gonna be together and I was still clinging to that hope but I was really falling for Mike, so I was so confused. I was so confused, and seeing him with another girl just kind of really um, helped confirm things for me that maybe his feelings for me aren't as real as he claims they are, and maybe I need to just move on and try to pursue this thing with Mike. And so that's what I did. I, I stayed with Mike. The next day, Mike had messaged me on Facebook because my f the, the phone I was using was really my mom's phone so I, I couldn't really get a hold of people easily it was like through Facebook and I could only go on Facebook when I had like internet because I had a laptop so he had messaged me on Facebook and I got the message and he was just I guess he had messaged me like you know a few hours after I left just saying I made a mistake you can come back if you want and so when I went over there, he, you know, he just told me, he's like, I really enjoy your company and I like you being here and I'm sorry I made you leave and you don't have to leave anymore. And I, of course it just melted my heart. So I was like, all right, I'm, I guess this is it. I'm going to really, I'm going to go for it. And so I stayed with Mike and we decided to give this relationship thing a, a real try. <laughs> and I had gone over to Ryan's to pick up some of my stuff a few times. Um, I only had like a small four-door car. It wasn't anything big. So I, I had to make multiple trips because I didn't have much help. And I remember one time I went over there. Ryan was there and he was being so shitty to me. And Mike stayed in the car just to avoid any conflict. If I needed any help, he said he would help, but he just wanted to stay in the car because we got there and there was music blaring and he was playing, um, like a, like a, like a punk cover of 
a Taylor Swift song, the we're never getting back together or whatever. And I just, I couldn't get over how just kind of petty and ridiculous he was being about that. And I go in there and he's just making shitty comments, just calling me a bitch and a slut and stuff like that. And I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, why are you being this way? And it just, you know, stuff like that continued on. Like I went to the bar, I turned 21 when I was seeing Mike. So, um, I went to the bar one night with Mike and Ryan was there and he started, yeah, he was playing nice in the bar. And then when we left, Mike and I decided to leave and we started walking. Like Ryan was following us and and he was just calling me a names, calling me, I'm just a stupid bitch and a whore and all this other stuff. And Mike was not having it. And he turned around and he got all up in Ryan's face and I tried to break them up and stuff. And I'm like, no, we're not having this today. And while I was like looking at Ryan, telling him that he needed to leave, Mike comes out of fucking nowhere and punches him in the face. And they just brawled it out on the side of the street. And I ended up getting punched in the head by somebody. I don't even know who, but I was so pissed off that I ended up just walking away from both of them. I was so done. (laughs) I just couldn't even believe that that was happening. And it it was just so frustrating because I just, I was trying to get on with my life and Ryan just kept pulling stupid shit like this. And he made it so hard when I was trying to get my stuff that I could really only pick up just a little at a time and that was it. I couldn't stay there long. He, He would just constantly be saying shitty things to me and making me feel horrible. And... I remember needing to get some stuff. I needed to get the last of my stuff. I didn't have much left there, but I had a few things. And I was trying to get a hold of Ryan. And I just couldn't. I couldn't get a hold of him. And it was it was like days had gone by. And I, I guess he had been staying at his mom's for like the week or something. He had been low on money and kind of needed to stay with his mom for a week. Well... Apparently, the landlords, the landlord thought that the place was abandoned because he had tried reaching Ryan. Um, he had gone to the apartment. Nobody answered when he went in. There was like no food, not a lot of stuff in there. And he just assumed that the place was abandoned. So he hired cleaners to empty out the entire apartment. So when I got to go back in there after I contacted the landlord, and he informed me that all of the stuff had been thrown out. There was nothing in there except um, a New York Broadway license plate that I bought when I went to New York and my varsity letter. Thankfully, thankfully, that was still there because I would have been a complete wreck if I had lost that. But I did lose this skateboard that a friend of mine had given me when I was 10 years old when living in Florida. So that kind of broke my heart to lose something so sentimental. But, you know, I, I had to just be like, these are just things, you know, I can, I can move on. I lost a lot of movies and stuff like that. But, you know, over time I've collected more and more and gotten a lot of that stuff back, thankfully. But I'll never have the sentimental things that I lost back. But... 
life goes on, right? <laughs> it, it sucked, but not much I could do. I, I checked the dumpster and everything that they, they would have put it all in and nothing was there. The trash had already come, so moving forward. Um, we did keep in touch with each other for a couple years. Small talk here and there. I don't think a part of me ever gave up hope that maybe we'd be back together someday. And I know how horrible that sounds because I was dating someone else. And I'm not proud of that. But I just, I couldn't get over the fact that I didn't, the, our relationship wasn't ended. It got taken away. And I'm glad, you know, obviously I'm glad now. Like, you know, it was not a good relationship. It, like, I named this episode Toxic because it literally was the most toxic time of my life. And for some reason, I just couldn't let him go emotionally. And he hated Mike. He hated Mike because Mike was with me. And things were good with Mike. <laughs> I mean, Ryan even started a band and named it after me. And I'm not going to tell you the name of it because I just don't need you guys looking up the music he made. It's horrible. But the songs that he wrote about me were horrible. Like calling me a cunt and bitch and slut and all this other stuff. Like it was horrible. It was so mean. And like he was posting that stuff all over the internet. I couldn't even believe it. Um... Like I said, a part of me still clung on to hope or something. And I had been with Mike for two years. And we had our ups and downs. And I do believe I loved him. But I was still clinging on to Ryan. As horrible as that sounds. And I ended up breaking up with Mike. Because I... I, I wanted to try giving Ryan another chance to just see what happened, to see what I've been holding on to all these years. And I'm not going to lie, it didn't go well. Like, we had a fun couple weeks, but he had no ambition or drive or anything to do anything with his life, and I wanted so much more. And I was just like, whatever, this is fun, it's cool. Um, I was living with my mom at the time when I broke up with Mike. I moved back in with my mom. And Ryan had come over and he was hanging out in my room and Mike showed up. So I told Ryan, just stay in my room. I'm going to go talk to Mike and tell him just to leave. So I went and I was talking to Mike and Mike, you know, was, he's like, is somebody here? And I'm like, no, I'm here by myself. <laughs> and he's like, somebody's here. And then we hear a click. And it was Ryan locking the bedroom door. Mike heard it and was not happy whatsoever. And he went down in there, broke into my bedroom door, screamed at Ryan, screamed at me, and then he left. And when Mike left, I knew instantly what I wanted. And I knew it wasn't Ryan. And the thought of Mike leaving and me never being able to see him again absolutely tore me to pieces. And I remember just looking at Ryan and said, you need to go. 
I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. And I made him leave. And I cried. <laughs> I cried so much. I was a complete wreck. And it took me days to get Mike to talk to me again. And when I did, I explained how I felt. I said, I, I, I kicked Ryan out. I don't want to do this with him. I, I want you. Like, I, I definitely want to try. I want to try this with you again. Like, you're the one I want to be with. You're the one I want to spend my life with. Can we please try this? And he he did. He came around and he's like, I want that with you too. And so we started dating over again, you know, and we, we did it right. Like we actually went on dates and we would walk to each other's place. He was living with his mom. So our moms lived close by. So we would walk to each other's mom's house and just kind of visit. And we didn't spend nights together. We just took our time. And I think it was about a month and a half to two months of doing that and um, I ended up moving in with him and his mom <laughs> and things just felt felt so right and I told myself like this time around I'm going to do things right by Mike I'm not going to be emotionally invested in anybody but him I want to not be that girl who's thinking about another guy I don't want to do that I can't do that to him I want to give my all in this relationship, and I did. I did for another two years. I gave him every bit of me, and I just, you know, to me, that was everything I wanted, and I was right where I belonged, and it it felt really good to let go, finally, of Ryan, and I I just kind of, I realized and I realized that Ryan was right. <laughs> and that's, it's funny because when we first were dating and I told him I loved him, he, his response was, you don't love me, you love the idea of me. And when I started, when I got back with Mike that second time around and I fell in love with Mike... I realized Ryan was right. I, I didn't love Ryan. I was infatuated with him. I was in love with the idea of him, of a young guy that could sing, and he was cute and fun and a party boy. Like, I loved that. It was fun and exciting and new. But I did not love him. I was not in love with him. So I'll definitely give him that. He was right about that. <laughs> So, years later, many, many years later, I, I, brief, I briefly, briefly dated Chad, and I hate to admit that, but life threw some curves at me, and Chad was in my life, and we kind of dated for a few months, and he just happened to be living with Ryan. <laughs> And he was living in the basement of Ryan's mom's house. And that was a friggin' weird few months. We partied a lot. We were all just much older. <laughs> it was just like old, the old times. But um, Ryan had a baby with a girl who was also living there. And um, his daughter was absolutely a beautiful, sweet little girl. And 
I was really happy for him. And even Chad, he had two daughters at the time. And, you know, it was just crazy. Like, we were all grown up. Um, but Ryan still seemed to be a little um, obsessed with me. I think he was actually obsessed with me. Like, he was clinging right on to me. And he, anytime I was visiting, he wanted to be right there with Chad and I. And, like, he would even leave his girlfriend and baby upstairs so that he could come down to the basement and hang out with us. And it was just such a weird dynamic. Like, I I was over him 100% at this time, and I just kind of found him annoying more than anything. And I felt really bad for his girlfriend having to do all the work with the baby. And that was just... It was a real weird time in my life, I'm not gonna lie. I was I was drinking heavily and just trying to numb everything in my life. Um, when I broke up with Chad, it was... I tried to be civil, but he didn't want to be civil. He became a royal dick, and it is what it is. But I ended up, like, deleting his number, and I blocked him and Ryan on Facebook and everything and like half a year later I get a text from Chad and it said something along the lines of like Ryan's going through some stuff and he could really use a friend right now maybe you should message him because I know you still love him and he still loves you and I was like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, I have been I have been over and moved on from Ryan for like four years at this point. I was like, I do not love him. I did not love him when I was with you. And I did not love him those last few years with Mike. So I don't know what the hell you're talking about. And it, <laughs> it was just so weird. Like, I just hate, I hated that. It bothered me so much that he said that. And it was, I don't know if it was Chad making assumptions or if it was like Ryan claiming that I probably still had feelings for him or something. Who knows? Ryan was literally obsessed with me to the point where I just found it creepy. Well, I, I hadn't heard anything for, from either of them for a very, very long time. And just recently, this past summer, I ended up getting a, a message on Snapchat from Ryan. I don't know how to use Snapchat. I, I use Snapchat because my best friend is on there and I just like to watch the stories. That's really about it. I, I don't know how to maneuver Snapchat very well. I'm the worst millennial in the world. <laughs> but he, he popped up on Snapchat and he's like, hey, how have you been? And I was like... Uh, good. Why are you messaging me? <laughs> and he went on to say, you know, just tell me how happy he was for me, blah, blah, blah. Tell me about what's going on with his life and his daughter and stuff. And I'm like, okay, why are you contacting me? Like, I don't understand. So <laughs> he pretty much just said something about we had some good times, so right? Like, it, it was good. And I was like, dude, you were the most toxic person I have ever dated or met in my entire life. Us 
getting separated from each other was literally the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I don't know why you're being delusional about anything bad that you did to me, but you can't deny that it happened. I just couldn't even believe that he was, we had some good times, like, no, none of it was good. It was a drunken mess and a disaster. And I just can't believe that he actually thought that, like, things were good with us. Like, there was not one point where things were actually good. Our relationship was horrible and unhealthy. And I just told him, like, you need to just leave me alone, please. And I blocked him on everything I possibly could. I was like, I don't know why you're, like, did you literally go through every possible way to reach me just to find me on Snapchat because I literally suck at Snapchat. <laughs> and I was like, please just don't message me again. And thankfully I haven't heard anything from him since. And I'm glad because I don't need to listen to or deal with his drama or anything. Like life is so much better not having him in it. And he has fucked up everything in his life, and that's not my fault. So he doesn't need to contact me about it. You know, it. I don't care anymore. I'm over it, and I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. You know, it, my relationship was with him was horrible. He was not a good person, and he was abusive in so many different ways with me. I do not regret my relationship with him because if I did that, I would be regretting everything that's happened ever since being with him. I have said it before, I am a very, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason and every decision you make will lead you to the moment you're supposed to be at. And I feel my relationship with him led me to the beautiful life that I have today. So, if any of you are in a toxic relationship, you may or may not even know it, but I hope you can find your way out someday. There are many resources out there and people that can help you. And if you want to reach out to me and just vent, you can always send me an email at countingscarspod at gmail.com. I also want to let you guys know that I'm now on Instagram. You can just look up Counting Scars Podcast. And I plan on, you know, posting many things on there for you guys. And if you uh, stay tuned, I'm going to have some really, really good episodes coming your way. So let's build this community and continue to share the support for each other. I hope you guys have a great day. Stay strong. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.